Hey, welcome to Feeling Twisty. I've noticed a few posts lately on Instagram and Facebook about how the goal, however wonderful the goal is that you, you're wanting to achieve, you have to struggle and fight. And there's going to be pain and sorrow that, to get to that point. It's almost like, at least for me, it's an automatic thing to, regardless of the goal, believe, oh, well, that's going to be, I got to do that. This whole set of obstacles I have to weave around. I have to overcome all of these things first to reach the goal. In some of the most exciting books that I've read and movies, that's what the story is, you know? The character or characters have to fight fight their way to their goal. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's the only way to do it, right? Got to pay the price. Fight, fight, fight. Well, I believe that imagining creates reality. That's Neville Goddard's words. And when he talks about imagination, he's talking about the I am, the Jesus Christ men talked about in the Bible. And in the Old Testament, it says, my name is I am. I am that I am. That I amness in each one of us is imagination. That's what Neville talk, calls imagination. I like using the word imagination. It's probably just my preconceived, you know, preconceptions of the words like, you know, consciousness and awareness, even though I do use those sometimes. But it's it's the I amness of myself and of you that is the creator of this universe. And our concept of ourselves and all that entails, our body of beliefs, the state in which we dwell, which is our concept of ourself, our body of beliefs, our desires, our reactions, all of that's part of the state in which we're dwelling. And if I truly believe that imagining creates reality, that my imaginal acts, my assumption of myself, my concept of myself creates my reality or my experience in this physical world, then why the hell do I keep imagining struggle? Why do I imagine it's going to be a fight and there's going to be pain and sorrow to get to the goal? Sure. There are bumps and lumps in this in our lives. We're put through the furnaces of this world to be purified and refined. And eventually we all will awaken to the fact of who we are, who we really are. But I'm talking about specifically goals, things we want to accomplish, and then we automatically start thinking of all the struggle and all the pain that we're going to have to go through to get to that. And I automatically would have said, if somebody were talking to me, if I were hearing this five years ago, well, then I would immediately say, yeah, but that's how it's always been. I've always had to struggle. That's how it works. You know, to get that, I'm going to have to put up with people. People are going to doubt me. People are going to fight me. I'm going to have to do all this rigmarole to get to where I want to go. Well, we can stop believing that. Stop assuming that what has been has to still be. 
we can move to a different state. If the state in which you're dwelling, that's part of the body of belief that it, there's got to be a struggle, there's got to be a fight. Move states. Move into a new state. What is it you want to be? What is it you want to accomplish? Whatever it is, don't worry about, don't immediately start thinking about the struggle and the, the fight you have to go through to get to it. The Bible says, I am the, the beginning and the end, the, uh, alev and the Aleph and the Tav, or the Alpha and Omega. And that's the I am within you, within me. So here I am. What do I want? Go to the end. The Bible says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. My ways are past finding out. So don't worry about the middle. Don't worry about the stuff in the middle on the how it's going to happen. You want to be known in the community. You want to contribute something to the community or to the country, to the world itself. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be something noble like that. It could just be you want to have a shitload of money or you want to be really fit and healthy. It doesn't matter. There's no qualification of desire. The Bible doesn't say anything about that. That It says whatever you believe, be believing you have it, and it, you will get it. Be believing an ongoing belief that it's done, that it's already true. So go to the end. What is it? What would it feel like? What would that feeling be like if I have that, if my desire is fulfilled? Uh, fitness. So my weight goes up and down a little bit. I'm not a very big guy. I used to be big when I was a kid, very overweight. Oh, that's right. I'm digressing. I'm coming up. I'm going to talk about uh, anorexia and back when I was a kid, when I was diagnosed with anorexia. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> oh, I digressed and now where was I? <laughs> so I wanted to be fit. And uh, let's go. I'm not talking about the years when I did CrossFit. I'm talking about just recently. I noticed a little bigger in the belly than I wanted to be. I didn't, uh, I like my jeans to fit just enough where there's some play in the waist. You know, you don't, I don't like sitting down and feeling my stomach hang over my pants. I don't like that. <laughs> so I didn't come up with a diet plan or, uh, or stop drinking. I didn't consciously change anything the way I, the way I ate. I didn't do anything. Didn't join a club. Didn't get. Didn't go back to CrossFit. Didn't do anything. What I did was go into imagination and just one little action. What I thought of. What's the one thing that would imply that I'm? I've lost the ten pounds or five to ten pounds that I wanted to lose, and that was just. I picked out a pair of jeans that I couldn't wear at the time. They were too tight. And I just, in imagination, pulled those pants up and snapped them. And, and I thought, and that, in that moment, just, oh, yeah, I really like these pants. Something like that. But it was just that quick little moment in imagination that I let the tones of reality clothe that scene as I clothed my legs with the jeans. And that's it. I just felt the reality of pulling those jeans back up. 
that I hadn't worn in, in a, a couple of years. And then I let it go. I didn't think about it. I didn't come up with a diet plan, nothing at all. Things just naturally might, it just very naturally started eating a little bit healthier food and not super healthy. Really, honestly, I couldn't pinpoint any particular food item that's, you know, where I said, I stopped eating this and I started eating that. I went to the end of what I wanted. I wanted to wear those jeans again. I didn't make it about pounds. I didn't make it about body, uh, what do you call that, BMI. I didn't make it about any of the details. I made it about the experience. That one experience that implied I trimmed a little bit of the weight that I wanted off. It was a feeling of fitness that I imagined up by pulling on those jeans. I didn't worry about all the stuff in the middle all the junk that bogs us down. If I'd started thinking, researching diet plans and exercise protocol, then I would have just gotten bogged down in the middle, in the, all the hows it's going to happen. We go to the end. Like Isaiah 46.10 says, God declares the end from the beginning. I am. The I am declares the end from the beginning. I wanted to be a little fit, feel a little more fit. I didn't come up with the plan except for that little imaginal act and that feeling, that knowingness inside me that it was done. And I didn't really think about it again. And I really love those jeans. I'm wearing them today. An old, old pair of old navy jeans. Anyway, yeah, they're skinny jeans too. I like wearing skinny jeans. I don't know if they're out of fashion or not. So go to the end, whatever it is you want, and forget imagining up struggle. It doesn't have to be hard. It's only hard if you imagine, it, imagine it's going to be. If you assume that there's struggle involved, you may still get to your goal, but you spent a lot of energy with the struggle that didn't have to be there. And whatever it is you you imagine, you go to the end, dwell in that new state, let that become your dwelling place. And you're thinking from your wish fulfilled. Your desire is fulfilled. You're not wanting it anymore because you have it. So then everything you do changes. Your thoughts change. How you see the world, how you react to people, how you drink coffee changes, how you treat traffic changes. All these, everything, these body beliefs and your thoughts and actions, all these things are part of the state of consciousness. So all of that changes. And if you're not sure, if you're having a stressful day, you just feel muddied up in the head, do what I do. And do go to the first principle. Neville calls the first principle. Be still and know I am God. Oh, I've, I've talked about that verse before. That's been a favorite verse of mine for decades. Just be still. And you don't have to imagine up a scene or anything. Just get quiet and be still. And just bask in that awareness of just being. You're just, I am. I am aware. I used to read that, and I, I've heard other people talk about that, and even Neville talk about it. And at first, I was like, what? What do you mean? 
just be aware. Uh, and so instead of imagining that it's hard to do, that's a struggle, I went to the end and just imagined what would it feel like to understand this, to be able to get still, to be still, and just bask in the, this awareness, to just be aware. And then it all happens naturally. It's such a wonderful feeling to just, and you don't need, <clears throat> you don't need special music or candles. You don't need to buy, oh, the CDs I used to buy. You don't need a certain guy talking to you in a weird sounding voice to find the center of the universe between your eyes or in your gut. All you need is your own consciousness, your own I amness to be still and know I am God. And just dwell in that. And then when you're ready, bring up in your mind's eye that imaginal scene, that feeling of your wish fulfilled. And live in that moment in imagination until it takes on the tones of reality, till you feel the reality of it, bringing as much sensory vividness as you can into it. Your mind wanders, get back into it. Go back to that imaginal scene. Don't get frustrated. My mind wanders like crazy. Just get right back, back into that scene until you, you might just fall, fall asleep like that, but that's fine. That's perfect. If you fall asleep dwelling in that state, if not, you wake, you open your eyes once you know it's done. You feel the tones of reality and you don't need to keep redoing it once you feel that knowingness that, okay, it's already true. This is done. You let it go and you don't pick at it like, you know, I used to do at a scab when I was a kid. You keep picking at it. It's never going to heal. Just let it lie. Let it go. It's done. And see your world from that new state, that new dwelling place. All right, I'm going to close real quick with a quote. This is from Neville Goddard's Core Lectures from 1948, a week of lectures in San Francisco. And if you want a copy of the core lectures with the question and answers, you can email me at feelingtwisty at gmail.com and I'll send them to you. Or you can just do a Google search for them uh, or go to freenevel.com and search for core teachings. If you want a book, there's a, there's a book, an actual book and then a digital book that has all five lectures compiled together. I'm not sure if the question and answers are in them. There's a lot of gold in the question and answer sessions. But if you just want the book of lectures, the name of the book is Five Lessons. Five Lessons. So here's the quote. We must live boldly. We must go through life as though we possessed what we want to possess. Do not think that because you helped another, someone outside of you saw your good works and will give you something to ease your burden. There is no one to do it for you. You, yourself, must go boldly on appropriating what your Father has already given you. It's already yours. Oh, I love that. And I love you guys. 
Thanks for listening. This is Feeling Twisty.